Hey, welcome to Mindful Mostly. I'm Andrea Collins, and you know the same. I'm pretty into mindful living. I mean, mostly. I'm a girl in my 30s who wants to live her best life, and I know that you are the same. This show is about balance and realness. We want to improve ourselves, we want to grow, but we don't want to drop money on some fancy yoga pants and a trip to Bali. This is all we need, paradise in a podcast. Hey, if you are digging the show, please rate and review in iTunes and subscribe while you're at it. That is how we grow this show and spread the word of Mindful Mostly to more people. I'm hoping to get 100 reviews by the end of the month. It's incredible. The more reviews you get, the more people find out about it. So that is what I'm asking of you on today's episode. If you can, I would appreciate it so much. Today, we are talking about growing your sisterhood and connecting more deeply with the women around you. Are you wanting more female support and empowerment in your life? Because today, Lori Harder is back, and she is going to tell us how we can grow and strengthen those bonds. You and your ladies will be giving each other life advice, crying tears of joy for each other, and sharing eyeliner in no time. That's how you know your friends. Eyeliner and bathing suit bottoms. Lori Harder has a new book out. It's called A Tribe Called Bliss. And today we are going to continue our conversation with her, but get to how to connect with your sisterhood. Why she didn't think she was a girl's girl, which might be the case for many of you out there. And what agreements you need to have for lasting connections, plus something she has done so well, how to grow a mindful career. She is going to give us One of the secrets, or I should say, one of the things that she feels really was the secret to her success. But before we get to Lori, it is time for the soul nugget, and I've got three of them today. Work hard in silence. Let success be your noise. So boss, love that one. If they say it's impossible, remember it's impossible to them not you. And lastly, there's a point in every true friendship when friends stop being friends and become sisters. Mm. Lori Harder, back on the line. Now, last time we were talking, Lori, We were talking about just uh, how much of a big difference it makes when you have a support gang around you. When you have a group of people who just consistently, you know, cheer you on, have your back, are the safety net for you, you're going to bounce back so much faster. So things for me that would have taken me a week, two weeks, three weeks to get over, right, to pick myself back up. It's like now I'll say, hey, guys, I have a really big call. It's, it could go either way. I don't know if I'm going to be totally rejected and feel awful or if this is going to be like the best day of my life. But could we schedule a quick like 10-minute call right afterward um, or five-minute call? Like are you free on this day? And it's like, you know, 
having people who are like, yes, absolutely. Let's make sure that this happens. And you get rejected. You get on the call, you cry for five minutes. They help you. They remind you who you are and you're back into business within that day. Whereas normally it might've been three weeks, you know? So creating these deep relationships of we're not going to infringe upon constantly like taking so much time, but I am going to be there for you um, when you need me to be there. That's so good. Okay, so how do you connect with your, what do you like to call it? A sisterhood, a tribe? I literally call it both. So it's like a tribe of sisters. So it, it becomes like a sisterhood, which is so weird to me that I even say all these words now because I was so the girl who only had guy friends. So <laughs> that's why this is such a, a unique book is it's from the perspective of really thinking that I did not get along great with women. I just, I thought they were hard to get along with. So um, it's, it's totally changed my life. Why did you think that was? Um, I think that I had been hurt by women and I just thought that they needed so much time. And I, I just really believe that I was showing up as someone with no boundaries and that in order for them to like me, this is a, a story from my past and obviously from my upbringing, but I thought that I had to give them everything and all of my energy in order to um, gain their love. So that's what I was doing. I'd be in these relationships and just totally tap, you know, be tapped out, zapped of all energy because I felt like if I... I didn't give them something constantly. I mean, even physically and buy them things and just crazy. That's like where I was at, Right. Um, that I was not going to be loved in the relationship and that I had to like either buy affection or buy it with, you know, energy or whatever. Um, so I, I would avoid them because it seemed way too overwhelming to me. Interesting. So how would you describe the sisterhood that you have now? Oh, I mean, uh, it is, it, it can make me cry when I think about it because I just, I've never had people in my life like this. So for about the past four or five years, um, just doing what's in the book, um, what you'll experience for yourself has been, I mean, it, it's crazy because I just had one of my big events. I do a live event every single year and you know, the last few years have been awesome, but this year just blew my mind because the women in the room that were showing up for me, like, and especially as this book is coming out, it's like, what can we do? How can we support you? What do you need right now? How are you emotionally? Let me, let me help you. Like you are blazing the trail. Like, let us, let's just make sure that you are fully supported. Like, and just even in your relationship, it's like, I'll get these random texts where they're like, are you, how are you? I, I noticed that maybe, you know, you said something on your Insta stories that, Maybe you're having a rough day. Like I've never had that before. Just support to move through the human like days. Just so much support. Um, I just feel like it doesn't matter what happens because I have these people who love me unconditionally. That's and beautiful. that is like insane. Well, and it's honestly, we put a lot of pressure on our spouse to give us mm -hmm. all of that, to pay all of that attention to us. And, and and really, this is like having a network of people that are always looking out for each other. And that is such a special bond. And when like, yeah, when you find that, it's just like, it's magnetic. Now, do you and your, do you and your crew, do you and your sisterhood, are you guys connected in person? Do you all get together on a regular basis in person? Or is it always there's like a text group going on? How do you like to manage <laughs> it in your world? 
So, you know, we don't get it together in person as much as we would like, which also just shows it doesn't necessarily matter. Um, so for people who feel geographically challenged, <laughs> I totally get it. You know, you don't have to get together all the time. We probably see each other some, some years. It's like three times a year. Sometimes it's, you know, eight times a year. Um, so we're not together that often, the core, core group. Um, but we show up for each other for the big stuff. When we have events and, you know, big things in our lives that are happening, big celebrations, book launches, things like that. Um, but yes, there's, there's typically a text reel, but we get together every, you know, every other week for one hour via Skype or via phone. And that is like a hardcore hour of like, let's get into it. Like, where you been at? What's been going on? What's been coming up? What's really happening right now? Like, and it just, when you kind of have those agreements of this is the safe space, um, you know, we do open up with that prayer and meditation. So it is like, it's almost like, okay, wow, you kind of get really grounded and really into the place of we're here to move through whatever's been going on. So it's been just, you know, when you have profound, deep connections where you can do that, even for an hour every other week, it feels like it would feel like if I got together 10 times with girlfriends, like the one time, if you have intention. Right, right, for sure. And and it sounds like it's like, it's an agreement that it's a safe space. Everybody Absolutely. can come there and un- mm-hmm. unload their shit and like, it's not going to leave that chat. Um, you talk totally. a lot about having agreements in order to create lasting connections. What are a couple of them? Uh, you know, it's funny because in a, in a relationship, in a marriage, you like, you're kind of committed to each other. So you're like, when crap hits the fan, you're like, okay, we got to work through this. When it happens in a friendship, you're like, well, see ya, because <laughs> you know we don't, we're not, we're not stuck together. We don't have these agreements. We never ever said like, hey, no matter what comes up, I really want to try to work through it and be there for you. Like when you meet those friends who are like your ride or die. Or I was just talking to this, um, these two best friends who were like, you know, we just agree that no matter what comes up, we're going to work through it. And that's the thing that we're not talking about. I feel like everything is so disposable now, right? Mm. Like we'll just go get some more friends. And and that's why we, we feel so like we're floundering. We don't have these really grounded, committed relationships. So the agreements are about, you know, when something comes up, this is what it looks like, or this is what we're going to base this relationship on so that we don't hit this wall. So some of the agreements I think that are really, really important is to release expectations, um, no gossip, don't take it personal, fierce boundaries, and be authentic. There's more, but these are ones that I think are just so incredibly important Mm -hmm. um, because they're going to come up all of the time, whether we're taking something personal, whether we're like, oh, I had this expectation that she was going to be this from here, that she would be, you know, texting me all the time or we'd be going to coffee all the time. And it's like, okay, well, if we don't actually talk about what this relationship is going to look like and how we're going to connect and stay in touch, um, someone's going to be let down or hurt or build a story. Um, and then someone's just going to leave and it's going to be another failed relationship. So there's a lot of these agreements that kind of help you move through, um, the things that would typically make you fall off. For sure. It's it's a relationship like any other. And so many of mm-hmm. us, maybe you have a spouse or you're like, your your dating game is strong. I'm looking for girlfriends. I'm not looking for a guy in my life right now. Yeah. I'm looking for the girlfriends. Yeah. So this is perfect <laughs> timing for this book. Um, now, side note, uh, you have had so much success. Can you please tell us and you are such a go-getter. You are such an authentic woman. I always like to know, you know, what is what's your imparting advice for growing a career, a mindful career? You know, I can, 
feel like I can trace it all back to making it my soul's journey to be as authentically me as possible. And that is so scary. But the more that I stepped into being me and being really aware that yes, you're going to get, you know, rejection and people are not going to like certain things about that. Um, that you, it's like put, it's like turning on the bat signal when it is your life's goal to show up as you nerdy, goofy, weird, awkward, bizarre, you know, in the clothes that you want to wear, eating the food that you want to eat, hanging around with the people, doing the things that you want to do. Like that is what turns the bat signal on and turns you into a magnet for the actual people who can actually see you. Um, and that's your clients as well. Like they just, they're like, oh, she gets me because this is who she is and she's showing it. So make it your goal to just be as authentic as possible. And it's not easy and it's ugly and it's scary. And it's like everybody will be able to find you. That's right. That's right. That's amazing advice. Now, and I also feel like I always think about emails in that situation. Like we feel like Mm. we have to like send a certain type of email in the work environment. And yeah, you don't have to fill it with emojis and smiley faces. But if you're gravitating towards the smiley face and that is you, then Mm -hmm. do it. Right. Like who cares? That's like a test for me. I'm like, what would you have written here? Like, do you really want to write XOXO because you're so excited about this girl? Do it. Like just whatever. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to get mad about it. You know, and if they do, then that's their own problem. Um, exactly. One thing I want to ask you before we get to the book giveaway is what makes you Lori Harder mindful mostly? Mm, I love this question. And I and it's so beautiful because I can look right back to what let's see what day is it it's monday this was saturday night okay so i went for an amazing awesome super energized run this morning because i had a ton of um champagne and desserts and really incredible uh lasagna on saturday night <laughs> having the most like decadent conversation and experience of my life so so, so worth it so good you carb loaded all for that moment for- Okay. Now, how can people get their hands on a copy of A Tribe Called Bliss? So you can go to atribecalledbliss.com, and that is where you can get the book. And also, um, I'm going on a tour. So I might be coming to a city near you. I would love to hang out with you. And for the book giveaway, you guys can go to lauriharder.com forward slash free book. It's all one word. So you can enter the code mindful mostly, and I'm going to give you, we're going to pick 10 people to send the free books to, but you're also just going to get a free workshop, even if you sign up there. So it's one hour free on how to create an epic tribe in your life. Amazing. Lori Harder, thank you so much for coming on Mindful Mostly. I'm so grateful. You're amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Mindful Mostly Mission of the Week. Gather up them ladies, sister friends. That was your homework from last week's episode that you were supposed to think about who you really want to get going in this girl gang. Mm -hmm. And now it's time to reach out to them. Tell them to listen to these last two episodes because I really do think they were impactful. These were a couple of my faves. I know I'm going to reach out to some ladies this week and do the same. Because when we all bond together, it really is incredible. If you're trying to grow something, whatever it is, and usually we're all trying to work on something, it's way more possible with the support like that. 
Try to remember your Skype passwords or Zoom, whatever you're using, and bond together even if you're on other sides of the darn planet. Don't make excuses like Lori said, and make sure you set those times that you all agree on that can work for you, that you know you will all attend. And you know what? You're probably going to be enjoying those moments so much that it's something you'll never want to miss. Let me know how it all goes. And remember, if you are into mindful mostly, if you're a mostlier, <laughs> then please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. And subscribe so you never miss an episode. They drop every single Monday. And you know what that means? That means in the meantime, join the crew at Mindful Mostly on Instagram. And I will talk to you next week, sister. Sister.